0: Talking Tesla. Talking Tesla Tesla. I'm not sure if like my foot should be on the brake or the accelerator. Because they put rings on Elon. It must be some sort of geometrical
1: algorithm. Are you ready, Mel? Oh, I'm sure this is Matt. Tom. <laughs> Robert. Yeah. Well, alright, fellas. Well, that's go!
0: How am I expected to drive a car without autopilot? So
1: here's the deal, you know, I'm not a good parker Yeah, I'll be in the first to admit it. Yeah. Just think that this is a car company that is run by super geeks. Oh, all yeah, the other cars are gonna be stupid cars to this car. I even Tesla. Yep, I remember that.
0: You've got a model. i seen <laughs> the future. And it is light pole charging. No, I
2: wouldn't call it a screw up. Do you like your Model X? God, it's beautiful.
0: Is it started? Have we started? Have we started? Have we started? It, what? Uh, I,
2: starting. So I was yet?
0: told during this recording of this show that there would be no math. However, easy, simple numbers, not math. This is Talking Tesla. 63
1: they said we would never get past 62 that's what they said that's right we look good for 63
2: and 47 seconds 47 seconds that's the magic number it's sort of like when you're running a race and you want to beat a certain time well how did this thing start with 30 minute uh, 30 minute segments and then it went to like forty minutes segments. Thirty minutes every other week. Yes. And then it went to like maybe an hour, and Mel started bitching and complaining that yes. it was so Panicking long. And well, last week we were forty-seven seconds short of two hours. So that's one hour, fifty-nine
0: minutes, thirteen seconds. I was told there would correct? be no math. Is that correct? Did I that? Get was that was very fast that? math.
2: So I am so fired up. You know why? Uh, you went to a ready? Tesla brunch. Ready? Let's You're go. Ready? Oh, is taking shirt. off his sweater. Wow. That oh, is I incredible. have now
1: gotten
0: you people are the luckiest people you in the world that no is a radio idea. show I have now
1: <laughs> Robert, Robert just some- took off
0: a sweater that he had zipped all the way up to his neck and That's underneath right. it he is wearing a Tesla cycling jersey that can only be described as a medium
1: because a smedium?
0: it doesn't quite fit him no, <laughs> no this is a long bike shirt. This is large. You, for, you look good in it. I'm sorry, I'm not trying to pick on you. It's just it's for the show. It's what we Where call the in the business. Where the hell did
2: you get that? Oh my god! Now he's unzipping Tesla, this. I have to clip my mic on the shtick. Uh, so Tesla makes a cycling uh, kit. It's called a kit. Let's be accurate about this. A cycling kit. It has a pair of like bib shorts, right? The shorts that are tight bike mm-hmm. shorts that go with uh, suspenders built in, and then this top that goes on top of it. I wanna see the back. Is it
1: rechargeable?
2: Uh no, it's not solar. It does have a <laughs> little pocket
0: on the back, but it's pretty little for a bike shirt pocket. I've it's seen sup- some pretty big ones. They're supposed to be
2: skin tight, right? So yeah,
0: oh, it's it, oh, it's skin tight. It's how skin can skin we be right? 2
1: minutes into this thing and it already sucks? How is that <laughs> How is it possible? It's, but you it know it just happens.
0: So
2: This represents one of those things that I've been looking at and thinking about buying for probably like two years. I thought for sure it was going to be a ludicrous mode t shirt when I was not expecting
0: this medium bike shirt.
2: No. Well, so I've been looking at this, thinking about it, Uh thinking, oh my God, I can't buy it. I can't quite justify it. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of money back and forth, kind of like how I feel about buying a. P one hundred d ludicrous mode. Uh huh. Yeah. Which you haven't bought yet. Which I haven't bought yet. Of course, (laughs) this is uh, two orders of magnitude less expensive. Two orders. Insert chicken noise here, Mel.
0: (laughs) He hasn't bought the
2: (laughs) Tesla. I don't didn't buy the chicken noise. Because he's afraid. Yeah. Well, now I got Chicken. this. I got this at the uh, at the Tesla gift exchange. Oh, what? so Let's... somebody gave that to you. This was from the club. Yeah. So the club oh, met nice. yesterday. We did motor for toys. I, I tweeted out a couple of pictures. I saw your trunk full of toys for the t- for the children. Very nice. Very, very well nice. done. Good work. Yeah, we had like 15 cars there. There was actually a veterans. Uh, decked Out Veterans Tesla Model S I don't I don't. I don't know if you saw the pictures I of did. that I did, yeah, no, I saw the whole thing I yeah. follow
0: your Twitter feed occasionally It's uh, very, very good I was at home crying over my uh, English Premier League team Losing Oh, I'm terrible.
1: sorry That's I okay, was, don't worry I about it I was excited, it. I was watching
0: Tiger come back Ooh, Swing the club El again El Tigre He was looking double bogeys
1: yesterday on some par fives Hmm it depends on, hey, look at it. Either it was terrible It wasn't finished for the 76, but he was swinging the ball club yeah. well. Does anybody care about this? No, Nobody. No, one gives a crap. At this is not it a sports podcast. No, it's so not. I'm just that. telling you what I was no, sports, doing
0: when I got your Twitter and I was going to rush over there. And I was like, oh, it was like an hour ago. And I thought I figured you'd be gone off to the Tesla Motor Club's brunch, which was also yesterday.
2: It was actually really cool. So there was this Tesla that was all decked out in camo with a rack on the roof. Nice with rack. With all kinds of. With all kinds of military props in there, like helmets and boxes that would be ammunition, and uh, and it said tesla. dot com slash vets on it, and I had no idea this thing existed. And then I met Oscar, who was the Tesla engineer who had driven it down to Southern California. It's a dealer car; they've had it since ah. twenty thirteen. And this is so it doesn't of, even have autopilot. It doesn't have. <laughs> so. It's just like my car <laughs> and mine. Yeah. And about. so it doesn't need auto. But I actually asked Oscar. And it turns out Tesla's had this uh, VETS program ever since like 2012, I think it was, where they're promoting veterans to come work for Tesla. They're looking for Sweet. American veterans to come build American cars in America. America. That's cool. Good for Tesla. Yeah, it's really cool. Awesome. That's great. And it, since it's the season of giving. Uh-oh. Oh, my gosh. You're always with the giving. Always with the gifts. Oh. I'm. I have a big
0: heart. That's wow. for you guys. So here, <laughs> for you guys, Thomasina. This actually does say Thomasina
1: on and it. And Melvis, oh, it says Melvis. Should we Shall open we it open for the now? show? Absolutely. Oh, all right. Okay. So this is a lovely green wrapped uh, Mine is in present beige we'll, with glitter. I we'll like call it. it a it's got my name. Holiday, on.
0: Thomasina. It's really, Tomasina. usually only Mel is allowed to call me that, but apparently Roberts decided. That and this that's is good his, audio as we open up the that's uh, his gig as well. This is the unwrapping. The Unwrapping. Says, and it's
2: on. It's not on video.
0: It's a lovely black shirt. Oh, it's a Model 3 t-shirt. Oh,
1: Hello. snap. Oh, thank you, Robert. Whoa. Look at that. We're going to get a picture here. Oh, look at that live look tweeting at the, camera, boys. the oh. photos. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you, Robert. I've never had a present so... Lovely as that. It's very nice. And it's soft.
0: I feel like we should have brought him something. Got anything yeah. in your pocket? They are
2: American t shirts, by the way, made in downtown Los I Angeles. I yeah. I saw that. Trust me, first thing I looked at was
0: brand. I uh, have brand awareness, Robert. That's awesome.
2: All right. So that's exciting. Good weekend.
0: Talking Tesla, Tesla Motors Club, LA brunch, Model 3 t shirts. And Mel,
1: what? Other updates can you give before we get into the, this is the, the beefy, meaty, p- meaty chunky of the bits of the show? Well, I wanted to say to the Patreon people, of which there are so many. Oh, thank you. Thank you for uh, yeah. helping us out there. And, um, you know, I've been working on Going Zero, and I'm trying to find the right style for it. And I did a sizzle reel or a sort of an introductory reel, and it's not the one I'm going to use, but I'm going to send it to the Patreon people as Ooh. as sort of an extra bonus piece of audio. It's kind of crap. And so I thought, you know, may as well give it to the Patreon people because they – Gave us some money knowing that that they should get some extra crap. And now since you've
0: given us money and we're going to give you some bonus content, you should let us know about the bonus content because since you're paying to listen to it, you might as well give us feedback. So you work for us – but you also pay us.
1: It's a beautiful thing. So, <laughs>
0: uh, is that called crowdsourcing? I don't know what it's called. It's called thank you very much, is what it's called.
1: So I'm busy writing Going Zero, and I'm trying mm. to work out the style. And so I'm well, actually going to start. Problem, you're writing it. Yeah, that's maybe the problem. But you've got it because this is going to be sort of the explainers, and I can't do explainers off the top of my head. Have you seen me, Tom? I'm an idiot. It's not possible. Uh, I've
0: seen you. I've heard you. All of the things.
1: So I'll I'm going to uh, get busy with that, and I'm actually going to post a lot of the Going Zero. Here on Talking Tesla, again, just to get some feedback from people who actually know what they're talking about. We are going to take a break over the holidays. This is another one. I don't know when. Are we really? Yeah, because I'm going away to New Zealand. You've got, you know, you got the, all the holiday things you're going. You're going to
0: New Zealand for like eight hours. You're gonna going to leave on Monday, and you're back on Monday, which is weird. I don't know how that happens. Hell, I'm
1: leaving on the 1st, yeah. and I get back the 7th. I'll be in New Zealand for five days, mate. Mm. Five days. The first of January. First of January. That was
0: by request of the New Zealand Sheep Authority. Yes. Please do not stay too long. Yeah, you don't Uh, want to get him to be embedded.
1: And just a few other random things. (laughs) Okay. Ready? (laughs) I took
0: Lyft yesterday. That's funny because I installed the Lyft app in my phone yesterday.
1: Really? Really? Why did I take Lyft? I took Lyft because uh, a friend of mine takes Lyft and she said, it's actually Jess you've heard on uh, Talking Tesla. And she said she likes Lyft because it allows you to tip the drivers. And I think that. Uber is continually ramping down the amount of money they pay these poor drivers. That is correct. I thought it would be nice to use Lyft instead Mm -hmm. of uh, Uber and give a tip. And I felt, you know what, good about myself. I gave a nice tip and I had a lovely driver. And here's the other interesting thing. This is totally off the side. I started to talk to the guy, like, how long have you been doing Lyft? And he goes, two days. (laughs) But they have this system, this Program that he's part of Which is He wasn't driving his car He was driving a lift car mm. And he has to do 85 trips a month To break even And then he starts making cash But they pay for the insurance They pay for the car um, There's some expenses He has to pay for But he says It's a new thing That they're doing Where they actually Own their own cars Well and that's like The GM thing Right
0: with them And it's also It feels it was like a GM car you, Right They had that deal With the GM Or yeah. GM was making it Cars available to lift drivers Under the lease situation I don't know
1: about that. It feels
0: a lot like Lyft is a taxi company, right? Like, they, how but, different but is it?
1: But it's not exactly, you know, Uber's a taxi company, it's just a better taxi company. And the All other right. reason a lot of people like Lyft is that they have their drivers have to go through a bit more background checks. Yeah. So they say the probability of uh, sort of the murdering rapist is substantially less. But
0: there's so many times you get an Uber and they have both stickers, oh, right? They're Uber Lyft so drivers, right? So my guess is since this was day two for this guy, he probably wasn't an Uber driver. I've been in an Uber on day one. I've had a day, day one, one Uber driver. Yeah, yeah. has, has anybody had a day lost one ride in Chicago? <laughs> oh. oh, where
1: are we going? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's so great. And uh, I just want to say, Mars, the TV show. Last night was watching it again. There's been three episodes. It's on National Geographic, and I'm really liking it. This is the show where they're. Taking this group to Mars and it's sort of – there's a drama part but then also they cut away and actually talk to experts about how things would work. Mm -hmm. I really like it. I suggest if you like Mars and who doesn't like Mars? It's sitting up there. It's all red and people love it. That you should watch the show. <laughs> wow, that is,
0: that is awesome. And then I have been remiss the last couple yes, of weeks. we you we've have been doing. We've got the Twitter. We've got the Twitter presence. Occasionally, I'll get on there and and respond to the Twitter. But I've also the last couple of weeks put a couple polls up there and gotten some interesting feedback from the nation. As it were, the nation of the Talking Tesla. Give us some info. So the one that I did uh, the last week was, does the new admin make you worried about the future of renewables? Uh, Talking Tesla Nation overwhelmingly said yes. 71% of you said yes, they were worried about the future of renewables. This show may change your mind. No, 18 <laughs> percent. Not sure. 11 percent. That's 169 voters. That's pretty good for us. 169 Twitter voters. Wow, wow
1: that's pretty good. That's that means, a bad
0: though number of people that voted in the general election. No, I don't think that. I think that's an incorrect number. That may be the difference in Michigan. <laughs> but that's an aside And then the next one I thought was a lot even of more interesting What vehicle do you want Tesla to make next And I gave you some options Pickup, small SUV, and van 128 of you voted The pickup, 26% The SUV, 56% The van, 18% So Interesting You people want a small SUV Mel, do you want it to have... F in Falcon Wing. Do I so want the Model
1: Y? (laughs) I want to have that form factor, and if they put. Falking wing doors, and I'm going to be falking annoyed. You will lose your shit ton, as it were. <laughs> exactly. I will lose it. But since you're talking about Model X and falking wing doors, let's go, to, segue. let's go to Teslarati. This was posted by Gene. We love those guys. And it is pictures of the five-seat version of the Model X, which is now available. So it has an option for folding. And when you fold those middle row, guess what happens? You magically become... The uh, SUV with the most cargo space on the planet This one or on Mars Was 88 cubic feet Was this Gene's car that we saw? No, of? I it, don't just think it was just some car. dude's car With pictures of it So you ha- now nice. have a massive amount of room If you get the five seat folding version And also the hidden compartment Which is one of my favorite parts of the mm-hmm. X. Oh, and I don't have S- that
0: on my car On the S because I have the rear have the, seats You have in the there. stupid rear seats which, Hey, 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 whoa, stupid rear seats? They're rear seats, they're Not stupid or smart. They're just seats.
1: So in the X, this secret compartment is now twice as big. What? You could put some bodies in there, Thomas. There's a lot of space. you'd
2: have to because you only have five seats. (laughs) I I crawled all through my friend's five-seater he just picked up on Sunday. There's not only the deep space. So I've got a picture I'm showing to the boys. Mm-hmm. There's not only that deep space that goes underneath the uh, the trunk area, mm-hmm. which is like where you would put the footwell in a Model S for kids in the back seat. There's a second under space. And then on top of that is the big open space where you have the 60-40 split seats. And I actually made a video of the whole thing. I'll put it up. Yeah, it's that's, it's pretty wanna, impressive.
1: People keep saying, you say you're going to put it up, but it's not up. So where need they put these up. I can't put it on
2: on Twitter. They won't let me. So we no, need to do put something. It on the, on, the site. Why won't they let We need let it on you. the site. Twitter. I don't know. It Did doesn't video. No, maybe my videos are too uh, bad, too and big. they have a bot that looks at it. You can it. send it to me, and I can see if I can post it.
1: We will post this somewhere, but it should be on the site, so let's at least post it on our and site. And I took
2: pictures of all the cameras around the car, which is really kind oh, of that's exciting a, for me.
1: Is this, this is a brand new one, so it's this got just all the cameras? This Sunday.
2: Here's Dude. the little side camera. So yeah. if you're on the Ooh, driver's cool. door, just behind it on the pillar, there's a little forward-looking camera there. Yeah. If you look on the side uh, badge, the one where you have a little orange turn signal, yeah. it's mm-hmm. just above and behind the front steer, uh, front. Uh, wheel. There's a forward, a backwards looking camera. When wow! I'm shit together. This is
1: the first time I've seen any of these. It's yes.
2: amazing. And then for a radio oh, oh. show too. Amazing. Yeah. This and this is the uh, behind the mirror where it attaches to the glass. There's this very large open area, and there's three cameras in there that I really can't see them all, but I believe Elon, they're there. Wow! So this
1: is the first one, and we're waiting for the software update that will actually turn on these cameras to give it the first level of autonomy, which is what people have right now, the TAC1, and they're supposed to turn it on with a new software update, and I say that because I just got a message on my phone about 10 minutes ago that the X, which is sitting out there on all lovely with its falcon wing doors, Mm. just had a software upgrade last night, and I'm wondering, what was it? Is it just a minor upgrade before the big upgrade? Probably. Probably. You know how they do that. They push out the little few tweaks and bobs, and they do that at like three times, and you make you think you got a version 8.1, but 8.1 comes later. So that's very exciting, Robert. Excellent. I want to talk about Toyota and EVs. Do you mind if I do that? Please. Toyota is a manufacturer of cars. Wait, and hold on a second. They do what? They make cars. I've never heard of them. Um, they're the largest car manufacturer in the world, Tom. Really? Yeah. Interesting.
0: Any any models that I may have heard of?
1: Um, All of them. Oh, okay. And I've got to say, you know, I've had Australian built cars, American built cars, I've had Toyotas, I've had Hondas. I've got to say that Toyota is really good at building cars of a fine quality. When you were 18, did you have the Wallaby? Is that the Australian yeah, built yeah, car that the, you own? Yeah, I had the Australian Dingo, and it takes your baby. <laughs> it runs on babies. <laughs> and anyway, they said, uh, look, we're going to get busy. And we've sort of talked a little bit about this in the past, but they have led, you know, they led the way with the Prius, but then they really weren't getting into EVs at all. And then they did sort of plug in your Prius that goes that Robert has, like, Three feet and then it turns back to gas. Yeah, and they said 15 miles, it's like really 10. And so the so Akito Toyota is the grandson of the guy that started Toyota, and it's T O Y A D A is how you actually pronounce, uh, spell their name. But they didn't do
2: it that they didn't put that on the cars because in America we'd be saying Toyota, Toyota, So I think both, that's why Toyota. So,
1: <laughs> He is the president and uh, a couple of their senior executives are going to be on the push for electric cars. So the hope that this is a real push, the report we had a few weeks ago is they're going to do electric stuff, but basically just increase the range of their plugins by 15%. This makes it sound like they're actually going to go all in and start creating electric vehicles. And I'm excited about that because nobody can make cars faster faster. Than Toyota. That's true. If they get in the business in a
0: serious way and they drop a two hundred miler on us, the nice thing about Toyota, they can drop that bad boy everywhere.
1: They break wind and two hundred thousand cars come out the back (laughs) passage. (laughs) That just happened. (laughs) Yeah, which is nice
2: because you know they've been so effing committed to this Mirai. I sent out a tweet last week. I was driving just in West Los Angeles, and all of a sudden there was this odd looking Toyota in front of me, and bam, that was. A hydrogen fuel cell Mirai. And Did I thought, you pull that
0: guy over and tap him on his back and be like, "It's okay, buddy. You're going to be fine when they get rid of this car in three months." <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, don't. I don't know if they're actually selling it, leasing it. I'm not really clear right now. They were selling it initially. I don't know what
2: they're doing now, but they are not. They're not moving forward with it. I don't believe. Right. So then I looked up. There was an article, and I put that in my tweet as well, where Toyota was now backing off and using the Mirai and adding some batteries to it so that it could be a plug-in. Fuel cell vehicle. And nothing's I thought, better than batteries and hydrogen together. <laughs> well, you know, it's all probably it's probably all about losing face and not wanting to yeah. lose face that they have invested God knows how much money. But it's not their fault. It's the carb's
0: fault because they made those credits more valuable. And Toyota sells a lot of big trucks. Who? That's lo- why they moved to it.
2: Who lobbied carb? I don't know.
1: Them? Them? All
2: right. The fuel companies. Well,
1: because they wanted more credits.
2: So, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you that don't know, we're talking about a hydrogen
1: car here, which Toyota created because there was this thing in California, and then actually the idea of... To replace the RAV4 EV. Yeah, and uh, we are very down on it because, first of all, there is no hydrogen infrastructure yet here in California, and we have more hydrogen infrastructure than anywhere, and that hydrogen comes from oil and gas, and Mm -hmm. so it's not at all clean. It's clean at the tailpipe, but it's not at all clean when they create it, so it's just a bit of a... Fast and we don't like hydrogen vehicles right now. I like, don't know if we ever will. I love it when you use the word fast. Fast, it's Australian for farce. I also
0: love your American accent Almost more than any of your other ones
1: To be honest with you Yeah, whenever I do an American accent My wife says It turns into nothing (laughs) You can't do it You've lived here for 25 years And you still have You're an idiot Hey, the Leaf 2017 Since we're talking about cars we can talk about cars, cars, cars Well, all we
0: do is talk about cars, really Well,
1: we talk about a lot of other stuff as well It's been six years since the Leaf was first released And i got to tell you I was on the waiting list And I was so excited And I got my Leaf And I used it for three years It was the best ever It's still the highest selling EV in history History, But its sales are slowing down substantially And it hasn't had a big design change since it was released Currently, in its current version There's a 30 kilowatt hour version Which gets about 107 miles uh, Six hours to a full charge Because it's only got a 6.6 kilowatt charger on it At the high end, the Leaf Which I just told you about Is about $37,500 And supposedly There's a second (laughs) generation Leaf Expected maybe at the end of this year Mm -hmm. And we are hoping... That it will get 200 miles And I love the Leaf, I think the Leaf is a great car It's wonderful, mm-hmm. but the problem is It hasn't changed, the range Really hasn't gone up, and That's now a 100 mile Leaf, any EV With 100 miles, just eh, The range has itself. gone up it's, a little very, tiny bit. it's
0: relatively inexpensive to get into A Leaf, the 30 kilowatt uh, Battery is All standard on all of them Now, all three of the trim levels. So you don't necessarily have to get the SL You can The SL has the faster charger, which you can get as an option on the S. So you can get into it. It's also got that cool 360-degree camera view setup. Mm -hmm. So it's got some good things. Again, if it fits what you need it to fit, it's a good car for you. It's a better car used, to be honest with you, because, man, they got no resale. But
1: let me just say again, I love the Leaf. Drove it for three years. Wonderful car. But now in 2016, going into 2017, a 100-mile EV – Sounds completely inadequate. Six years ago when I first had it, if you had told me my life would go 107 miles, I'd be like, that's amazing. Now I'm like, that's not good. But as of right now, on the market, (laughs) there
0: There are, it is the longest range no, car besides bolts, the Tesla. Bolts it's out. It's not on the market. Teslas
1: out. It's, it is. It it's is. actually it keys a keys down bolt? the road. You it can. Is. They are actually coming. Because I
0: sent them an email over the weekend and they were not like, "Come on in, we got a bunch of them." That was actually, not the response I got.
2: I played. I played Tom yesterday. I was sitting uh, with the computer and I was chatting with a sales representative from. Bun in Chevrolet. Mm. I was doing the same with keys yesterday. Yeah. And so I was saying, wow. you know, they're like, oh, when would you like to get into this car? I said, right now. I've got insurance money. I just made this up, but I was using your example. Lawyer. And uh And I said, I've got insurance company, I'm, money. I'm ready to come down, buy the car right now. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll get your email and we'll have somebody get back to you. And so nah. that tells me that there's nothing available. But really? Down the road?
1: Oh, I, it was uh, go Chris Navarro, maybe I misunderstood him. I, he was somebody that works for the company. Said that he called the Keys uh, Chevrolet here in Van or Northridge and they said that they've actually got them on the lot and they've sold seven of them or something like that. Yes.
2: Yeah, so
0: like why isn't Tom no. down there buying one? So what may be the situation is like they had, from what I understood, they had half of their allotment mm-hmm. already accounted for. So they may be going through that list, right? They may have right. gotten them and be sending them out. But when I called and said, "Hey, I'd like to come," I'll, I can read the email to you. I would like to come and test drive the thing. They were like, "Well, we'd love to show you what uh, our inventory of all cars that we have. There is no like, we've got three bolts on the lot. Come try one."
1: Well, I called uh, another place down the road in Thousand Oaks where there's a big auto thing, Chevy, last week and said, do you have any in stock? Can I come down and check it out? And they said, we are expecting a large number of them soon. So they didn't have any. Hmm. Anyway, uh, so the point is that the the Leaf, uh, it's great. It's wonderful. But Leaf 2.0 better have 200 plus miles range or I just think it's dead. It's going to be dead. Because now with the Model S's coming down and down and down in price – And the Bolt, uh, just a 100-mile EV is just not going to get it done. Yeah, it's going to be more and more difficult for those cars unless,
0: again, they can sell enough of them, make enough of them that they're actually making money on them, can reduce the cost of them, and then it democratizes it again for people who only have to drive 100 yards.
1: And what you said about the second-hand LEAF is it's both good and bad. So it's so true. You can get a second-hand LEAF – Cheapest chips, Tom, I under mean, seven
0: know- grand. If you want to, wow. right now for not wow. for for probably what? like a 2013 S model with under fifty thousand miles, you could probably find one or several for eight seven eight thousand dollars. If you want the SLs, they're going to run you so like a 2013 SL, which is top of the line, leather seats. Uh that's the car I've been looking for, but they're only like available in silver and red and blue, and I'm looking for a white one. It's like the the unicorn and I wanted a certified pre owned pre-owned. Very difficult. But those cars are available all over. There's Duarte Anaheim, 14000 dollars So
2: I'm I'm having deja vu here. Oh, all over again? How many <laughs> how many shows have we gone through? All of them. Since mm-hmm. Tom yes. told us yes. what the F he's doing yes. and going to get him out of an ICE car, right, please
0: but, but then the Bolt continues to be <gasps> close to, to coming and But the, it's down the street? It's like it the is, carrot. is it? I don't, is it? It's not proven well, that it's down the street let's go we should, we should call on
1: the show at the end We'll call oh, yeah. the local uh, Chevy dealer and okay. we'll, we'll see It's going to be like Because I like Ford. to drive
0: it, although, again it, uh, Not being able to find the exact leaf that I want Has been
2: really the thing that has kept it from me How here? about we just wrap it? You know, you don't want the right color. Just put we'll talking just put test a wrap on it. Yeah. You're you could do probably that? get a subsidy. Yeah. yeah. I got 10 bucks in my pocket. That's not going to wrap it. It's like two yeah. grand to wrap a car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh.
0: Mr. <Mister, laughs> I'm not flying first <laughs> class to New Zealand.
1: No, I'm not f- I'm flying coach to New Zealand. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Why, you burn just as much carbon either way. Oh. Oh, that's true. Actually, I always buy the carbon uh, offsets. I don't know oh, what they do with those.
0: Oh, touche, Robert. I
1: hope they do something with that. They probably don't, They probably burn it up. <laughs> They're like...
0: Carbon offsets I'm going to go buy Some buy whale carbon? oil For my lamp
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> renewable Hey Model S Beats the range gauge So uh, Autoblog um, And this is by Danny King Has this little article We did one of these Really early on In the program Where this dude Had his car And he drives it to Zero And he's like <laughs> his car? I wonder how far I could drive past Zero mate And he did about 20 miles Well this is a Danish owner Of a Model S uh, 85D And he posted A video online And he Takes his car to zero. Mm-hmm. And then he keeps going for twenty-two kilometers, about fourteen miles, but he does it very slowly. Does he do it
0: slowly because the car made him do it slowly? Like that's the- what
1: I made. It, he made it sound like that the car just slowed down, but it wasn't clear whether it, he so. slowed down or the or car he, slowed. He down. may have just been
0: trying to maximize, maximize his range. He had
1: to get to that charger. But mm-hmm. there's uh, another guy that's got a, uh, some actor called Robert, uh, whatever his name Llewellyn. is, Llewellyn, who did the same thing with his Leaf. He drove it past zero. So it appears to be that the gauge on these electric cars much like the gas tank on your car, gets to zero, but there's a little bit extra in there. I don't suggest you push it. And personally, uh, people ask, Mel, well, why don't you do it? Like, of course, I'm afraid. Even there- if I'm half a mile from my house when it actually stops, how the hell am I going to get the car back here? Well, you have it
0: towed. You have a flatbed. I'm willing to do it in controlled conditions and close to home. But I am curious – uh, what will the AAA driver say when he shows up to put it on the flatbed? Uh, or do we do, do it and then call that – there's like that Tesla mobile charging where like
2: they can kind of come and give you a few miles of juice. Is that not correct? It's true. They do give you one episode of coming out and rescuing you if you go uh, to a total dead battery. But number one te- – or number two, Tesla does not recommend this because it can – overly stress the battery and the charging system and uh, if you do it repeatedly i think you might actually void your warranty what if you just do it
0: once and you do it in mel's car (laughs) since it's it's leased
2: yeah and then it's a lease and 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 really this you know i i look out at tesla nation and i see a bunch of guys and some gals and we're all very responsible environmentally conscious I guess I shouldn't speak for everybody, nerdish, scientist kind of types. And, you know, it's hard to tell among this group who really has the big balls. But not me. the few people that I've talked to who have taken their Teslas on like extended trips way away from superchargers or when there were no superchargers and ran their cars down to like negative 10 and negative 15 miles, those are the people I truly respect really really
0: not us Me not too. us he doesn't respect us but so scared. since it's
2: been done
0: is it really important for us to do it
2: not anymore now you're right <laughs> so there's a guy i put down here uh who went like it was a year ago maybe in florida he drove his model s 423.5 yes. miles this is not a 90 nor a D. I think it was an 85. Maybe it was a D. I can't remember, but it's on the Tesla website. We can throw it in there, but he did it basically at 26 miles an hour for the entire time. It was like a, I don't know, 14 hour drive. He went with a sun behind him. It was in Florida. It was all flat. Even it was like Florida. a standard route they went. It was around some large, I think like maybe a national park or something like that. And they just drove and drove and drove. And he had it all planned out Right time of year, the, was, it was cooler, so there wasn't as much air resistance from the humidity. It, it was an interesting article to read, and yes, it's been done. I don't have to do it. Yeah. All right.
1: What is the um, – do we know the perfect speed? Let's assume it's not a very hot day, not really cold day. What is the speed by which you get the theoretically the most range? On the Tesla website, they have the little graph. 111. It's like a 30 miles an hour or something like that? To 111. I think it's I think like around 26 miles an right. hour. 26, <laughs>
0: 26, miles uh, 26 miles an hour apparently.
1: <laughs> I think it is because
2: I, I actually went with Julian, uh, took him to like a bike race and we'd pick up a friend. We didn't expect to do that. On the way back, we had to drop off their friend. It turns out that we went like beyond zero on the car. Mm-hmm. And on the way home, driving through West Los Angeles, I think we did like four or five miles on zero. And I was just lim- – and I can tell you, man, 26 miles an hour anywhere is really,
1: really slow. <laughs> really Even slow. In, and in Florida. People are like if if blasting past you in you. Florida. It's like eh. scary. Let's talk about the Bolt. Now, Let's we talked talk a little about bit it. about this last time, Autoblog, which says that uh, they're losing money on the Bolt, not just a little bit, way more than I thought. So, so it's not uncommon for early cars to lose a bit of money as they ramp up the tech. And we talked about how the Volt didn't make money for like six years, the Volt with a V. Right, but –
0: But you're saying they said that. This is Bloomberg citing an anonymous source saying they might lose $9,000 per vehicle, right? So this isn't Chevy being like, we're losing nine grand per vehicle. This is a source.
1: Chevy's uh, not going to say that. So all I wanted to bring up with this is that if this is true, if Chevy's losing a lot of money and this is just a compliance car and they can't make money on this, then they are not going to want to ramp up production. They will do the minimum amount required. And I don't like that. So uh, we've got to get the production of these electric cars to the point where they're profitable or manufacturers are never going to make them. The head of Ford said the same thing. Everybody's saying, oh, electric cars, electric cars, electric cars. But unless we can make money on them and unless people buy them, we're not going to make a whole bunch of them. And he went on to say that people don't want these cars. We've proven you've got all these incentives and there's still only a tiny fraction of the market. But I say to him and other people, if you make an electric car that's good and wonderful and nice – like the Model 3, you'll have four or 500,000 people put $1,000 down because there is a huge desire for these cars. But the problem is, like the Leaf and other ones, a 100-mile a range Leaf is not going to get it done. But a 200-mile car that's nice and sexy, you'll sell all of them. And but has- I want them to make money off these things.
0: Yeah, they need to make money. So if this number is true and the 30,000-unit number is true, that's $270 million.
2: That's a lot of millions. That's so I put in here about the, the Detroit million. News story, which I think is probably where a lot of these people are getting their details. So, Detroit News, very car centric. Very ICE car centric. Talks about how uh, the power of California. One in eight cars sold in the United States are sold in California.
1: Whoop, whoo, we win.
2: That's pretty impressive. We're not that big of, a, of an area, a territory. And that the, per, the reason that all of these companies are going down this road with hybrids and plug-ins and electric vehicles is because they want to keep selling their cars in California. Yeah, because we're making them. He also noted that L.A. and Bakersfield are two of the most smog and particulate-laden cities in the United States. We know that. And a friend of mine who
0: grew up in the Central Valley, and I didn't know this, and I haven't done any research, but it makes a little so bit this of This is probably sense.
1: not true. Go on. No,
0: it could be. Is that the L.A. <laughs> smog and like the Bay Area smog kind of get up, they go over the Central Valley, and they just they drop take a poopy. down. And the Central Valley, which has less people... Always has really, really bad pollution, and it's not all based on farming. So that's not very cool for those people and for our food supply, which is you know what happens in the Central Valley. So you should
2: wash your, your, your fruits and vegetables. I would recommend that. So yeah. by 2025, the zero-emission vehicles should meet in California to grow to over 15% of the cars, which Woo-hoo. is – like five times more than now. So this is what all of these major manufacturers are staring down. And even though the new administration might have power Over sort of federal regulations, Governor Brown, who still has two years in office, has been steadfast in saying that he is not backing down on emissions requirements so that if all of these companies want to sell cars in California, they're going to have to keep moving forward. So high five to Governor Brown. They talked about how the Fiat 500Es are losing like $14,000 per car. Holy crap. Nissan Leafs at $149 leases have to certainly be losing money. And that's the S. So that 149 is for
0: the S trim. The SL trim goes up to around 329 Right. And the the weird thing is, is that there are very, very low-end lease values, which we talked about at the end of those leases. So those cars will come off lease and probably instantly be valued at under
2: $14,000. Which is great. And I think people should look into buying them and even maybe taking them out of state. If you can't find these cars in the non Carb states yeah. come to California, have a little vacation, mm-hmm. say hey to us in cotton Tesla. Go to Disneyland, pick up a leaf, go back home. Mm-hmm. Maybe you have to truck it home because it won't make it no. all the way. And so then he also went ahead and did more math, like GM oh, basic details. Headache. In 2015, they sold two two hundred and nineteen thousand cars, a little more, and they in wanted California in California. And so to avoid the fines and the threats of being shut out of the market in California, they needed enough ZEV credits for three. Uh, They needed 30,000, about 31,000 Zev credits, which meant that they had to sell a lot of volts and bolts. And again, this is why I think they're willing to take a $10,000 loss on every one of those cars so they can keep selling their big, smoky pickup trucks. But that
0: means they got to be making a $20,000 profit on those other cars, right? They're big profit centers for sure. We get that. And I, you know, I agree, it says 7,000, around 7,100 volts Because they get four credits each Because of the size of their battery range Or 10,000 volts they would need to sell to get those credits mm-hmm. I don't think 7,000 volts will be a problem They'll To get rid in of in California week.
1: But it, this all concerns me That these manufacturers are only doing this Because of credits and because of regulations And they're correct. losing my, It scares me, I don't like it And I assume that The Model 3 will make money and it will make money because simply the cost of these cars over and above a normal car must just be the battery. And so will only Tesla be able to make enough batteries at a price that it can make money? That would be bad, very bad.
2: Unless they build four, five, six more gigafactories and Ford buys their batteries from Tesla and GM buys their batteries from Tesla. and They won't be able to keep up. They're going to have to have –
1: 100 more gigafactories, yeah. but it makes me a bit anxious because. Well, it's
0: always expensive early on, though, right?
1: Yeah, and it gets better over time, but mm-hmm. this is where, you know, who's in and pushing your federal regulations? Again, this is because we don't count the cost of pollution. And again, we talk a lot about sea, carbon dioxide pollution. We don't count the cost of that and uh, global warming, but it's more than that. We don't count the cost of the mercury and all the other crap that goes into the Central Valley, that goes into yeah. the food that gives us cancer, that we don't count the cost. If we counted the cost of the pollution, then. Uh, you would sell uh, ice cars for much, much more than you uh, sell them for now But we don't because we don't think pollution costs us anything and we are wrong Let's talk about Mercedes' new brand of EVs This is from Jalopnik And uh, you can't do that, right? <laughs> There's no thing, no, no. no. So no. they're going to sub-brand their electric vehicles as the EQ line Starting in 2019, they're going to come out with a new version every year and that's not that long from today. It's only a year and a bit, right? And mm. so the head of, uh, of marketing said, imagine one day – this is funny to me. Imagine one day, let's say the latest 2025, 20, which is a long way off <laughs> – uh, you might be able to get a new EQS class Coming around the corner And you've called it through your EQ app And the car will be picking you up Driving you autonomously in the garage And then picking up the next person And we're talking about car sharing here Fewer cars on the road uh, Really eco-friendly Very convenient You don't have to call over You just call your EQ And I'm thinking That will put you about uh, <laughs> Seven years behind Tesla Hmm
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean mm. I've actually I think he may have actually Listened to the show Or potentially one of Elon's presentations because it, it like sounds it, very familiar. It looks like a yeah. cut
1: and paste from Elon's talk, very, very and familiar. then pretended like we're doing something amazing and radical here. What are you talking about? Okay, good. Making electric cars, yeah. Make a profit on them, yeah. Um, and that's good, but they're investing big. They are. So we got to them
2: that. they what? Go ahead, there, Robert. I just love this quote. So car two, the number sign, the number car two go is their sort of car sharing moniker, and it says in quotes. With cars without with car to go, we are one of the pioneers, if not the pioneer. And I thought, really, is marijuana legal in in Germany too? I believe it is. Okay, well that's why. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but I don't know. And we have an article that sort of piggybacks on this from Fred Lambert at. Oh, like that. Ah, thanks, and Fred. Mercedes, as part of this thing about putting out a new and when they say putting out a new brand every year, they're they're talking about an electrified version of one of their models each year, which is very interesting. So they're making an eleven billion dollar investment. As Mel said, the new brand is going to be called EQ. So you'll have like a 350 EQ class is my guess is kind of how that works. It hopes to come out on top by 2025 with 25 of its 25% of its production being electric which is amazing, with 10 cars based on the same architecture within that time frame. So big investment, big vision for a lot of cars in a short amount of time, if you really think about 2025 and 10 10 models. Three models will be smart branded, and they're saying that with improvements and larger batteries, some of those smart cars could have a 700-kilometer range. Mm. It's like 400 miles? I don't know that. That would have been mad. That's about yeah, right. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a it's lot. Smalls, like it's a, a lot. It's right? it's all but sounds... those are those smart cars. And then VW, on top of that, has plans to build two to three million all electric cars a year, and to unveil thirty new models by twenty twenty five. And I get it. Their plans. They're like, oh, Thank whoa, you. we better make some announcements about some plans. <laughs> Lots of announcements, but not so many cars. But they have investors, right? So like. They they really can't be doing things like this if they don't believe they're going to at least effort it,
2: right, Robert? I'm just thinking <laughs> because this sounds like vapor. I'm looking back at – we talked about Wire magazine came out in October 18th this year talking about uh, the German auto industry is finally – in parentheses maybe – Done with gas, and they talked about the Bundestag, which is sort of their their House of Representatives there, and they had voted to ban all diesel and gasoline cars by 2030. I think Mercedes is a little bit off the mark on this, don't you? Because they're only going to do
0: some of their cars, but that's yeah. but maybe they'll have those cars will be the ones sold in Germany, and the rest of the world is coming okay, to us.
1: Mm. All the cast cars right. are coming here. Oh, they're yeah. coming here, not so, to California though. Yeah, no. But, you know, well,
0: let's take a wait and see attitude on Mercedes again. A big investment by them. A big investment by Volkswagen. Feels like Toyota is now sort of semi on board, although they didn't announce an investment. So we're get we're getting there. It, like the the ship is is moving kind of slowly out of the port. It's a big ship. It's like it's a, a, a mega cruise ship, <laughs> and it doesn't just turn on a dime. It turns on a a, an, a, a large seat. arc a large. Seat. As
1: I was driving around uh, Los Angeles in the last few days And looking at the smog cloud Which is much better than it was in the 80s And that's a whole other story the, How the car manufacturers back then were bitching about putting in catalytic converters And how they couldn't possibly do it And now they did and it's much better now than it was But imagine if this happens If w- all of these electric cars come to California Come to big cities And all that smog goes away And all of the health problems go away from mm. that smog <gasps> It's a beautiful future. And then I see people arguing about why well, it's all crap and you know, we just need to burn fossil fuels. And Robert sent us a picture of this giant SUV that had um, oh, that, the, the plate said fossil fuels. Like, <laughs> yay, we love burning fossil fuels. Why do you hummer. love them? Tell me what is good about burning them from any point of view. It's ridiculous. They're dirty. I love fossil fuels. I'm talking to you, fossil fuels. Thank you. You basically uh, created the Western world and all of the wealth that we have. You did great. But we have to move on. It's I love you a long time, time but we've got to move on. You You're snuck it in. You You're snuck dirty. it in. You talk to
0: fossil fuels. I got talk to talk to fossil, to fuels. fossil fuels.
1: All right. <laughs> since we're talking about cars, can we talk about Apple? Can we? Yeah, phones. Apple doesn't
0: make cars. They make phones, Mel. Phones?
1: Well, actually, BBC, the BBC says uh, there's this letter, and I didn't find the original letter. I got a T. I didn't look too hard because I was very sleepy last and night. And this BBC article had no attribution whatsoever also. But, I thought hmm, it was pretty unbelievable. But unhelpful. they said Apple sent uh, – and the BBC is usually pretty good, pretty accurate. But, but I think, I think t- Talking Tesla needs to bring not only bad news – But also good news. So here's the bad news. Let's go. Could be fake news. (laughs) So this is a letter to the U.S. transportation uh, regulators saying that they're excited about electric vehicles, autonomous autonomous vehicles, vehicles. sorry, autonomous vehicles, and it is invested heavily and wanted to help define the best practices and uh, make sure there's not too many rules around testing autonomous vehicles and proposing that all of the companies that are making autonomous vehicles share data. All this to say is that Apple appears to be working on at least the technology behind autonomous vehicles. Is that what this letter means?
0: I think that's what it does mean. It doesn't really say anything about cars. It's just about we're working on this autonomous aspect of vehicles, and it makes sense for Apple to maybe make a plug-in module and a little bit of hardware or sell that hardware to other companies who maybe aren't able to invest in that future or don't have the engineering know-how and all the brain power that they have at Apple. So it's kind of interesting. It doesn't mean Apple's building a car, but it does mean Apple wants to be at the table of autonomy, the table, the autonomous table, as it were.
1: So this is the first, if true, the first time that Apple has officially said, yes, we are working on this tech because it's all been cloak and dagger and we don't know. And then there were were layoffs and people said they just folded it up. This makes it sound like they are still going and That it exists, yeah, and I'm pretty sure it's going to be in the iPhone nine. It'll just be clip on. You'll just put on the roof, and it'll have all the sensors you need and the software, and it'll just drive your car for you. Pretty sure,
0: yeah. That's iPhone nine, and I'm and I'm happy that Apple is actually getting involved in this. And it doesn't. It's not just a Google thing. Google out there trying to do autonomous, and Tesla out there trying to do autonomous. Because I think Apple's big enough to be a good counter to whatever Google's doing, and give some options, and and we'll get some. Uh, competition in the marketplace, and maybe they'll come up with some better ideas. We both know they're going to have a better UI than Google.
2: Uh, Yeah. I like the – it tickled me to see that they wanted to have like people sharing data. Isn't this the same company that told the FBI yeah. that they would not crack iPhones? So I'm wondering where they lay on this sort of – Well, they like,
0: want to share the crash data. They want to share the learning right. data so that the, that the progress is made – Faster to autonomy because the faster it moves, the easier it's going to be able to be put in in all of the 300 million cars in America and the billion cars made in the
2: world. Or have they identified their weak spot in that they have nothing on the road and they have no real world data and they want to suck – Tesla's real world, yeah,
1: and I wonder it'll be a good test to see if you know Elon's open sources a lot of the stuff. It would be cool if all of the data that they're capturing it gets sent to other smart engineers that are sim- doing simulations in the Apple lab, that are doing simulations in the Google lab. That could really move it along. But uh, we'll see if they're they're really committed to open source because right now the per- the people with the most autonomous or semi autonomous driving miles is Tesla by far, way more than Google by a factor of you know a hundred. They've put on. Hundreds like, of millions of that's miles. Like two orders of magnitude. There you go. Hundreds of millions of miles, whereas uh Google is doing it much much slower than that. But anyway, let's talk about Elon. Do you want to talk about Elon? Have oh, you heard about this guy? Please there's this is billionaire. His name's Elon Musk. He's got some big ideas, he's doing some stuff. Teslati here says, you know, they are seven hundred tech company founders. Who do you think is the biggest, bestest tech company dude in the whole wide world?
0: Tesla didn't ask just for the record. This was no. a poll by First round capital Of 700 tech company founders
1: And they said These 700 tech company founders 23% of them said Elon Musk is the most admired Mm -hmm. Next would be Bezos at 10% Mm -hmm. And then next would be the Zuckerberg Mm -hmm. At Mm -hmm. 6% And
0: Steve Jobs was at 5% So this is where I start to wonder He's not with us anymore I understand that Mel I've been reading the papers as it were Uh But Zuckerberg More Influential, hmm. more admired hmm. than Steve Jobs. Maybe because he gave a billion dollars. Where to was Gates? UCSF. Thank you. Where was Bill Gates?
1: Maybe they talked about people that are here right now. Maybe people assumed you're talking about leaders that are here right now. But you
0: could have been talking about. Well, Bill Gates is a leader. Just for the record, he's, he's not really in tech anymore. Seven hundred tech money company founders, and six percent of them were like. Uh, yeah, Zuckerberg is one I admire, and why? Because Zuckerberg has the largest
2: piles of cash. <laughs> I was just
1: excited. You can look on the downside, Tom, I, I was do. excited so that Elon about, won. You're
2: talking about biases.
1: I'm just yeah, – I, I, yeah. I mean I'm just curious
0: because they didn't take any metrics, right? They didn't ask them why when they did this poll. They just asked them who – They thought that they admired the most, right? And as far as visionary goes, of course it's got to be Elon in a landslide. And, you know, I don't know. If if you had your options right now and you had to decide – I don't want what Zuckerberg has done on this planet, or I don't need what Steve Jobs has done on this planet. Which one of those
1: two things do you do you pick? One point five billion people really like Facebook, apparently.
0: Right, because one point five billion people really love cat videos, and I'm one of them. I love oh, the cat videos, but okay. but but with. Uh,
1: I I don't know how you turn this beautiful story about uh, his buddies and I, friends like Elon into it's a, awesome. a I hate I hate Zuckerberg. It's thing. About, no, uh, it's not about Zuckerberg. Fine. It's about Elon. I was just Elon. questioning
0: the metrics of the poll because they picked Zuckerberg over Jobs. They made the right choice by picking Elon cuz it's a it's it's clear that he's much more of a person to be admired than Jeff Bezos Who's done some amazing things to retail But a lot of retail, people would say Bezos has done a lot of negative things towards retail
1: Are you done? Yeah Oh, do I, I can't have Facebook? my own point
0: of view? Should no. I just leave? Oh, yes, Mel, I agree with this article 100% Thank you I think it's amazing Thank you I don't need any metrics whatsoever
1: Thank you The sooner we all agree on everything No The, the better The
0: this show will be The <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, Tom, Tom, Tom They say you're the smart one, but I
2: really am beginning to doubt it It's I, because I'm critically thinking about these things I just want to know, where was Kurzweil on this? Who's Kurzweil? <laughs> He's a guy who's also a visionary Oh my ah, god. He was like, you know, <gasps> it's a voice recognition is all from him. him Yeah, exactly
1: Come on, let's talk about clean energy Look, I'm, I'm all about the clean energy And I'm a bit anxious about Trump's plans for energy But, you know, t- China Plans? Just plans what plans? Exactly. He has plans for
0: energy Never mind Not clean energy But plans for energy
1: Well um. China just made this big statement In Inhabit.com mm-hmm. They say that China is about to invest $174 billion in clean energy In the next four years Billion? Billion?
0: Mm. Billion Billion with a B Billion?
1: So in hydroelectric and wind projects And they're moving away from coal And they signed the Paris Agreement And they even sent a note to Donald saying We don't believe that climate change is a hoax This is China, for goodness sake. Yeah. Somebody that wants to burn the crap out of fossil fuels to develop their economies. Even they're saying, um, we have a problem. We need to move away from this. Now, let's say, like, maybe they don't They don't want
0: to. Clearly, China doesn't want to. They don't have an option. They got a lot of people, a lot of people still without electricity, same as India. A lot of people right? choking. So they kind of have to at this point, unfortunately, because they got to get a lot online. So this is a big investment. China had already invested $37 billion in the first half of 2016, and the— Compares to the U.S.'s twenty-three billion in the first half of 2016, so so
2: big, big thirty-three billion, and which is forty-six percent larger than the United States investment. That's a slap in the face. Well, it's a
0: bigger country. You realize that, right? They got three and a half times more people.
2: Yeah, we have a bigger economy.
0: That's right. We're badass because of China. We we use more energy per person. We do. Yeah, we're pretty. We're pretty inefficient in that sense. And the interesting thing is that China is discouraging this urban expansion from absorbing more farmland. They're implementing policies that encourage the building of solar and wind plants on sort of damaged land, whether they've already been like mined areas that are not being mined anymore. And they, the country of China, is building a solar generating plant in the Chernobyl exclusion zone. Using robots? Which I think is really interesting. They say it's safe enough for the workers to go and build the thing. I don't want to be those workers, to be honest with you. And China is today the largest solar country in the world with over 3 gigawatts of utility-scale solar power online surpassing... Germany with 132 Utility scale solar Plants big country so Big
2: big moves for China Good for them I wonder how long will it be You know so now you can go and Tour as a tourist China See things like the Great Wall Mm -hmm. You can see the Imperial Palace Mm -hmm. There's so many beautiful places in China I've been there once Mm -hmm. now I wonder how long will it be until there is an Eco tour of China and Mm -hmm. you can go See the massive uh, dam Project that they built in the enormous solar farms. Let's not call Three Gorges a, a, an environmentally positive <laughs> program.
1: <laughs> it is big though. Yeah. It's, it's big, big,
2: but let's not say that was environmentally responsible. It's responsible if you live in the big cities. Yeah. Not if you live in the Three
0: they Gorges. buried a lot of cultural assets underneath that lake.
1: You said the big giant vacuum um you know, again, I was driving around LA, I saw a lot of uh, sort of smog here, and we've been talking about it. And my wife has always said, you know, whenever she sees it, you come over a mountain here and you see this sort of layer over LA, you just want to get a vacuum cleaner out and just suck it all up. Well, it turns out somebody's actually working on such a thing. And so the, who was this? Was this the Danes? Where did this come from? Conbini. And they have this basically a giant industrial filter, which is about uh, eight meters long, made of steel, placed basically on top of buildings, and it works like a giant vacuum cleaner.
0: It was the Dutch, not the Danes. Damn, we're in trouble.
1: Oh, God. Here we go. So it takes a large column of air, and it sends it through a filter. It's probably Holland. And it sucks out all the particulates, and I don't know if this is, you know— how big a difference this would make But you see places like China And some of the images we get of how polluted they are And they're down the road from their coal-fired power plants And the air is so thick And so disgusting and so dirty You do wonder whether a couple of these uh, Around your apartment building might clean up the air a little bit
0: It's got a thousand foot radius Of what the area that it can clean oh, Which is God. not huge
2: Yeah, let's just put it next to the coal-fired power plant Right, that's right. And, and then we can run coal To run this device nice. And it'd be like a perpetual pollution or just Put it
0: on top. I bet you could probably hook up no. some sort of heat turbine and God, just blow it up again. It's no, you run it's up with a solar have, panel. It's what Physics we have first. now. We're not going to stop burning coal in the next 20 years, so let's try to, but clean we it need as to. much as I understand we that, but to. it's just not going to We're happen. not going to. But I, know, I understand to. we need to, but we let's need be to transition. realistic. So a study from Your Active France linked over 400,000 deaths annually to pollutants in the air we breathe. I don't, I'm pretty sure that was a worldwide number. Well, that's number. probably
2: fewer people to vote. So it
0: may serve <laughs> wow. someone's purpose. You have to be realistic, Robert. If I think, this thing uh, works the pollutants
1: but, kill people on all sides of the political spectrum. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But a thousand foot radius isn't very big. I don't know if that's because this is a demo model. Like if you think you need one on you could clean Manhattan, but could you clean Los Angeles? Like every thousand feet? No like way. you need to have one of these machines a, on top so of so the roofs.
1: Robert, Bullshit. your point is that uh Oh, we just reduce, need to stop burning it. Reduce. And reuse, so, recycle. Reduce. We, mm-hmm. I think the transitional energy here in the United States is gas. I mean, it is it is gas. We're moving to gas. We're fracking Natural the crap out of things. Natural gas. Natural gas. It's much cleaner than coal. Methane. But let's be very clear. It is cleaner than coal and you don't have the particulates as much. But it mm-hmm. is still quite dirty. Dirty. But we do have to transition because we are not ready with the batteries, with the backup, with the solar panels yet. So we're going to have to transition. But uh, China has got to get off coal. My Goodness. And they realize and and that's all of these India. things they get at it. Indians and it's very dirty. And I again I always think about it in terms of CO two, but it's all of these other particulates, these other things that are really killing people. It's everything. And the mining of coal isn't necessarily
2: the healthiest gig you could have in the world either, so And if you look at the glaciers, I don't know how much time you guys ever spend on glaciers. Yeah, I'm on glaciers all the time. If you go look at the pictures of glaciers, they all have this soot layer on top of them, which contributes to their melting at an enormous rate, Mm -hmm. far faster than the uh, centigrade, two degree centigrade heating up of the planet. So throughout the planet, it's this fine particulate matter that also comes from your lawn blowers, right? These guys who are out there, uh, I mean— I don't want to tell anybody how to do their job, but in Los Angeles, you're not allowed to use one of those blowers to move leaves around. You're supposed to rate. You're not supposed to use water either. But if you look at those lawn blowers, they blow so much fine particulate matter into the air that goes into our lungs that stays aloft for days, weeks on end and ends up on top of glaciers as well. You know there are many things that we need to do differently.
1: And we had a letter from last week saying you should uh, electrify your uh, lawn blowers and your your lawn mowers and stuff. And so uh, I think adopt. this is all
0: good stuff. So we all need to adopt a landscaper, exactly, and and, and be like, "Here, landscaper, you're my landscaper." Ha- Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Here's I'm replacing. Rake. All of your implements with
2: electrical implements, and and taking away your lawn blower, we should do, do that. You a few it's part weeks. of going zero to your guy, and yeah, you Extra. Um,
1: it's interesting you should say that because it's one of the things I'm looking into. I want to get some of these electric uh, lawn mowers and stuff and test them and see what they're like, and then have my guy at least say when you're here, you use this thing. And I'll charge it from my solar panels. How much, uh, by the way, does a solar panel cost? Solar PV system costs in 2016. This is from Green Tech Media. Solar prices have been plummeting. I mean, plummeting in the last couple of years. What do you say about them? They've been what? They've been going down. Um, Interesting. By Ah! 17%. Every six months. So in like 16 more months, they'll be free? They'll basically be free, the way this is going. There's been an oversupply, particularly, I guess, at the utility level, and they've uh, worked out how to lower the cost of installation. So at the utility level, in the last, I think it's six months or a year, 34% drop at the utility level, 9% drop at the residential level, and it's expected to continue to go down in 2017. And this is, again, why I get excited, because now the cost of solar in the last, even in the last year or two, has gone down by so much that it becomes cheaper and cheaper and cheaper. And so we keep talking about it a hundred times. It's going to be storage. It's going to be so much cheaper to make energy from solar, but we have to now like creating it and storing it at a local level and at a utility level. And this, again, is
0: where Elon became the visionary, right? Because he was the one who was talking about it in large-scale kind of before anyone else, preparing for this day. He's like, I see the t- price is dropping. I see more and more stuff of it going online. I think that the issue is going to be storage. We need to get out ahead of it.
1: You know. Ray Kurzweil, we talked a number of weeks ago, talked about this. Uh, he believed that we'd reached the exponential inflection point of how cheap solar is going to be. And we appear, at least in the last few years, to be reaching that point. That it'll. He was saying that within 12 years... Uh, solar will be so cheap, it'll basically be uh, cheaper than anything by far, and you'll see this exponential expansion in the amount of solar, and I think we may be seeing it right now, and we have to be careful about talking about new tech, but there is a new tech using, what is the name of it? Percocite? It's a new way of creating... Percocet? That's like... You know, it's it's a, have toothache. Yeah. There's this new way of creating uh, solar panels that doesn't use silicon, which appears to be uh, much cheaper. They haven't been able to get the efficiency, but there's been some huge breakthroughs. So... It's possible that he's right, that within a decade, solar will be basically free. The energy you get from solar will be so cheap, the only issue will be about storage. I'm so excited. I hope it's true. I think it's happening. I don't know how much of this is just market forces and overproduction, but it appears that we are on that inflection point that Ray Kurzweil said would happen. Yay, good job, Ray. Now, let's talk about mining the moon because on Testarati, they're talking about an article here that there is a company, a startup company in Cape Canaveral over there in the Florida that's been given permission (laughs) from the U.S. government to travel to the moon and look for stuff. And they said uh, we should really link up with somebody like SpaceX as a natural partner. Because they have rockets and we don't. And we don't. And our first launch should be next year and we should send a rover up there to check things out and see see what's up there. Maybe there's some lithium and stuff up there and we should get it. Why do they have to ask the U.S. government for permission? That's my first question. And what are the rights on the moon? It's sort of uh, not owned by anybody. Can I just send up my rocket and start digging stuff up or are the Russians and the Chinese going to go, hang on a minute? Yeah, there's can't like can't an international that. treaty as it involves the moon.
2: Yeah, send up like a rover with an automated robot that just lays down chain link fence. You Big giant rent-a-fence sign on place. the side of the that's moon right. or whatever Andy Gump it's Ridiculous uh, Owner of the moon <laughs> Andy <laughs> <It's> Gump <laughs> Very interesting, we'll have to
1: follow up with some uh, facts cat about on that Because this has been the part, this has been sort of a sci-fi forever It's like you go and mine an asteroid, you uh-huh. go and mine the moon um, mm-hmm. But who owns that stuff and are you really allowed to Humanity do that? Humanity owns it, Mel, we all do so, so we
0: all get a piece of it
1: Do we? I don't know how that's going to work yeah, there no was no, a, hey, the details
0: there were was a, limited, but it's an interesting. There was process. a
1: great,
2: there was a great uh, movie called Moon. Did you see it? About the guy, he kind of <laughs> well wakes named. up and uh, and he's up there and he's doing the mining and things are kind of breaking down and it's it's really great. I'll get the I'll get the time. All right, Moon. I
1: thought he was just up there pulling his pants down and pointing his bottom at the earth. <laughs> He's mooning on the moon? Yeah. It's a double it's moon. It's a double moon. <laughs> um, SpaceX is going up again. This is Woo-hoo! very exciting.
2: I'm so excited by this. This is the last story, and I put out this out in a tweet because we we talked about going to Vandenberg and watching this happen. And so this is coming up. It's on a Friday, I think it is, at noon California time, 1236 California time. First SpaceX launch since... The most recent blowy blowy RUD. Boomy
1: boomy. When is it? What Are we date? Going? What December sixteenth? December sixteen. Twelve thirty six
2: p.m. So it's an afternoon line. I know. I'm supposed to be driving towards like the 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 canyon that is Grand. Will you be with back my family from the new that is Zealand at that point? Oh no, he's not going. It's in December. It. This is like in like a week. Two weeks. Let's I mean, do it. Yeah. You're not going to be here though. Well, I – you know, maybe we need to take our trip towards the west to begin with (laughs) and then move towards the east. Uh Aha. What day of of the week is December 16th?
0: Does anybody know?
2: This is a good radio I think it's a frying day. Friday. Friday. Now, let me just
1: tell you, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I've done this. Mm -hmm. And uh, let me just tell you, boys and girls, Mm -hmm. when you drive back – because there's about – 50% 50% of the cars that go there are Teslas I'm watching these things. And when you come back, make sure that you uh, take a little extra time because there will be a long line at the Oxnard and the, some of these other superchargers. We can just go to your
0: house, charge, sit on top of the roof. Yes, have a charge, Recharge alcoholically yeah. while your car is recharging
2: and just relax. Maybe, maybe just talk about what we've seen. So I have a, a shout-out to Tesla and the supercharger team. I know a few people from Tesla listen to this show. Mm-hmm. They should have – in a valet installed there on that This Friday
1: yeah they should and know Maybe this on is Saturday
2: happen. and they should have somebody There with a Tesla shirt on says you know I know How to drive these effing mm-hmm. cars and put shuttle the cars in and out and say how many miles do you have to get back home mm-hmm. oh you need 39 miles good i'm going to put 50 miles on your car mm-hmm. and then i'm going to move it over there and i'm going to bring joe's car in here and joe needs mm-hmm. to go another 100 miles and really coordinate this thing and show us how it should be done and if you're listening anybody at spacex and you feel like taking the three of us as your
0: special guests to some awesome viewing That's area right. you know what feel free and feel if, free if, don't 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 let us stop you from, from, in, from doing that.
2: If we have to sew our lips shut afterwards. We just <laughs> think, if we yeah.
1: promise that Tom will only ever say good things about uh, Tesla and SpaceX forever, will you do it to get a closer look? Yes, you will. Thank you, Tom. Wow. Oh, you but you must feel bewild bad about yourself, though. <laughs> well, wow. now looking at
2: our, our show notes, we've gotten through 20% of our show notes. We have letters. My god. And that's about 80% of the show notes. <laughs> Ladies
1: and gentlemen, we have so many letters. At some thank point, you very, we're going to have to change the way we do letters. But and we, we just love, love them. the
0: letters yeah. a lot. And you love hearing us talk about the letters. Let's start off with Jeff Decker.
1: And Jeff uh, says, thanks for the hard work on the podcast. I laugh at your antics. I learn a lot. Will autopilot react to deers on the side of the road, (laughs) potentially running at them? So I don't know, but there is a – later on, there is a letter from an Australian. So deers are – they're an animal that likes to wait for the cars that are whipping by at 70 miles an hour Mm -hmm. to so go, boy – that's really going fast. I should jump in front of it right you, now. You think they they wait for that? They, they do it on purpose because they want sure. to die? I'm is pretty this, sure. Is okay. this deer depression? And kangaroos do the same thing. <laughs> the the deers of Australia. Uh, the jumping deers of Australia <laughs> do the same thing. And there was a video, and we'll talk about it a little bit mm-hmm. later, of an Australian Tesla driver and he's whipping through. Yeah. And then you see this little wallaby, smaller type of kangaroo, oh. just do the same thing. Whip by – so the – one of the things that can happen with these autonomous vehicles and mm-hmm. their great sensors and, uh, is that it's going to learn. So you're driving along, it's going to learn. And I want to know if it goes, that looks like a deer. And experience <laughs> has told me that deers are like deers in the headlights. And so if you see a deer, you should slow down, because it's probably going to jump in front of me because it's depressed. Wait a minute. Deer are like deer in the headlights? I mean, deer are actually deer in the headlights. Well, no, in this deer per- are deer,
0: but sometimes they're in the headlights. <laughs> oh, so.
1: dear, oh, It's not a form
0: of deer. Oh, it,
2: deer. Are you sure?
0: It's not like mule deer, deer in the headlights. <laughs> <It's
2: good> deer. <laughs> <laughs> Big deer,
0: small deer, deer in the headlights. So what I really want to know, and I wrote down here, are the deer the puppies of the forest in this particular instance? Yeah. It's, it'll be hard and really hard to program this. Because it just doesn't happen a lot So how are the cars going to learn about this particular thing Are they going to simulate it in factories Where there's going to be like a guy in a deer costume Just like waiting to jump out in front of a Tesla yeah. or, or what are your chances of getting Lyme disease After the deer jumps through your windshield <laughs> Yeah, so the deer jumps through your windshield You leave it in there, the ticks crawl off the deer Onto you and bite you You yes, get Lyme disease Exactly.
1: Exactly. Probably the last thing you're thinking about Is you <laughs> smash through a 1,000 right. pound deer hey, Is there a 1,000 pound
0: deer in my front seat? Whoa. I sure hope
1: I don't get Lyme Disease right. from him. Well, I'm bleeding to death here And I'm gonna get Lyme disease It's a name, good one, come on, do it buddy. David Ch- Ch- <laughs> yeah. Let's go with this David Schrantz, Schrantz Sent a YouTube video of a very fun and, uh, Key and peel sketch <laughs> <laughs> Which I cannot play, uh, but it is very funny. But it's about a teacher trying to uh, pronounce so kids' names. A- a- it's, it's so ridiculously oh, so ridiculous. humorous. One of the about nurses at work. You put the emphasis on your syllabus. <laughs> exactly. There's
2: one of the nurses at work. And uh, and I, the first time I saw him, I was like,
1: Aaron. And he just busted up <laughs> so much. It was so funny. <laughs> William Stewart says he wants an uncensored version He's from New Zealand He goes, look, uh, I want swear words Dirty Kiwi <laughs> And it's too hard for us right now to put up two different versions But hey, if there's an overwhelming number of people That would like two versions of this uh, put it on stupid Patreon show We could have the swear word version and the non-swear yeah, word version Yeah,
0: that'd be awesome And we could even swear more then We'd feel like we'd be wide yeah. open to swearing He says he can't afford a Tesla So he's been buying Tesla stock and what I will say about that is I sure hope you're not in the same boat as me and watching your Tesla investment circling the drain, dollar-cost averaging yourself into the poor house. Because since the Model 3 is launched, yes. Tesla stock has lost about 60 bucks. Oopsie. Yeah. What's it at now?
2: $187 $187. That's on up the 6 day, bucks. Up The six bucks. day of Model 3 launch
0: Two forty-five, buddy. Wow. <laughs> That's upsetting. I'm glad I don't own any stock. But they've since bought Solar City and took on a lot of their debt.
1: I think in the end you're going to do quite well from that stock. I don't know. And I if, bought
0: more when it went down because I was dollar cost
1: averaging. Yeah, yeah, to zero. <laughs> you know, it's funny because uh, I played golf with a guy a couple of weeks ago who was talking about dollar cost averaging. He's an investment guy, mm-hmm. and. During the last significant downturn in the market, you know the really big one, mm-hmm. he goes, "Yeah, I dollar cost averaged myself basically out of my retirement." <laughs> I <It> was upsetting you, <laughs> said, I thought all these things would come back, and some of them just disappeared.
0: Yeah. Well, you had to have a, you have to have had to have a longer term thing, and you had to have a lot of cash on hand. To make that work for you
1: We got a letter here from Paul Burton Who said Australia Australia. is a potential Mm testbed For automated vehicles We actually talked about that Paul Yeah Australia is uh, getting uh, Bosch and uh, Teslas And they're driving them around autonomously So good on you Australia Mikael Hellquist is that right? Hellquist Hellquist He says uh, uh, you... Guys in the America, they're uh, changing your roofs on your houses every five minutes. I live in uh, <laughs> I live in Sweden, and I've got a roof that's been there for 90 years, and it's still good. What do yeah. you make your roofs out of? Paper mache? Almost. Well, he, he laughed at us because we had
0: asphalt. I looked it up because I wanted to know what kind of roofs they had. Six out of ten Swedish roofs are those clay tiles. So Sweden is ripe for the solar roof. However... If their roofs last ninety years, right. uh, That
2: is a long process to switch those bad boys out. There's still turnover.
0: Yeah, no, well, there's still I,
2: turnover. I, yeah, again. Yeah, yeah no. We use paper mache soaked in oil. Mm. Duh. Yeah, we basically, do.
1: that's exactly what we do. And then he was saying some joke about fifteen percent solar panel on a little island called Austria. I oh, let the smart one explain that joke. And if you don't know who the smart one is, then just ask the smart one. Great to hear.
0: I think what he's saying is. 15% solar power on Australia, or and solar. we wouldn't, Austria. We wouldn't know an any island. better because we're not really sure where any countries are. Yes, that's and true. And I think in this case none of us might
2: be the smart one.
1: He also said that uh, that Swedish fish don't come from Sweden. Is that right?
2: That's impossible. It's, it's, Wikipedia doesn't lie. It's
0: 100% correct. They're not actually made in Sweden. They, they were, were originally – they were originally – Made by a Swedish company for the American market, but they're currently made either in Canada or
1: Turkey. 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 No, they make turkey in Turkey. That's why they named it Turkey. Probably can't even get a turkey sandwich in Turkey. Is it Matt Clausen? He says, uh, talk politics. Claassen, I believe. is Claassen. Well. Like the pickle. We keep getting these letters. Some saying, don't talk about politics. Uh-huh. And some people saying, talk about politics. Mm-hmm. I'm very confused. We are going to continue to talk about politics where it pertains to uh, Tesla's and renewable energy. We just yeah. have to. We Environmental
0: to. politics is fair game and we will
2: never stop. I vow to never stop. He notes that oil is cheaper than ever. And today the, Amer- the uh, auto club noted that in – Uh, The United States, the average cost of a gallon of gasoline is $2.18, which just breaks my heart. I understand people don't want to spend a lot of money on gasoline, but the cheaper it stays, the more people will buy ice cars. For sure. And then I'd like to apologize to the next letter writer, J.J. McCall,
0: because I just yelled into the microphone, and he asked us to stop swearing and yelling because he listens to the show in earbuds. Uh, sorry And he JJ. said use a
1: better compressor And Wow,
2: that's harsh, man yeah. Use a better compressor If we
1: don't yell and swear, what is the point of this show? Yeah,
2: I don't really understand what he's talking about Well, I've got my headphones on, they're jammed into my ears And I can't hear anything And Thanks. the next letter comes from Johan Yigsfed,
1: And he was the guy that said Swedish fish don't mm-hmm. come from Sweden And we've just dispelled that myth through no facts that's at right. all That's right,
0: okay, so here, here's where the information was The Swedish fish candy is marketed under name Pastel Fishgar. In Sweden, literally pastel fish, and under the Malaco brand, among others, they do sell them in Sweden in like a mix that you can get. And they have fruit-flavored ones and licorice ones. It's been sold for many years and is a favorite among the Swedes. So they sell Swedish fish in Sweden. They just don't make them in Sweden. They come in different flavors and colors. They have green ones and yellow
1: ones. I've never seen those. I would like some.
2: I would bet all the dynamite in the world is not made in Sweden either. But it was made in Sweden.
1: Rolando Sanchez says, where are your pictures of the Model X with the with the folding seats? And we need to make sure that we post this and stuff. And like this Now, if you go order. to Test the radar, you can see them. They're in order. Yeah, no, I got really good pictures. Brian Griffo? Is that it? Griffo? Yeah, Griffo, Griffo. mate. He's got a, a pretty long um, letter here, mate.
0: But he does talk about the next SpaceX launch is launching a satellite for oil and gas exploration. And that brings up an interesting point. Mm. Do you think that SpaceX should refuse to launch oil and gas uh, exploration satellites? Hmm. I think it's an interesting question Mm -hmm. for them because my guess is that would maybe turn off a lot of their manifests. For some people, it'd be like, well, I want to do this kind of satellite and this kind of satellite. I'd really like to do them all at SpaceX. But I think maybe they should, but they're not going to.
2: Well, I wonder because some satellites do end up getting repurposed. Yeah. So a satellite, and I should have an example off the top of my head, but I don't, that was intended for, you know, I don't know, something that may not feel uh, ecologically sound, mm-hmm. then gets repurposed to something else. But at the same time, there are a lot of satellites up there that are only good for a few years and they end up as literally space junk. Mm-hmm. So, And that's
1: actually a huge problem. There are so many satellites and bits of satellites up there. They're now trying to work out, well, how do we get some of this crap down? What do we do? Big vacuum cleaner in space? Mm-hmm. It's actually a huge issue. It's we did a is. story
2: on that where a group was building a satellite to go and repair satellites, basically just plug in more battery power. And it could do that autonomously. So go to a satellite, fix it, come back, You know, exchange more battery parts or other parts, go back to another satellite, fix it. So...
1: And he also wants more green investing tips, but since I know nothing about investing, let alone green investing, I can't help you. But so Tom in,
0: can in the show notes of this particular show I put the that Bloomberg thing about all the global energy investments. So you can sort of get an idea of what countries are doing, what it might help you, give you a lot about sort of the the tipping points that are happening and where countries are going and maybe where where a good place to move your dollars might potentially be
1: And we should have a discussion with an expert at some point About uh, divesting from the fossil fuel industry And whether that's actually useful You know the Rockefellers did that All their money came from fossil fuels mm-hmm. And they their foundation has divested from all fossil fuels They said "This we can't rationalize doing this as bad That's interesting that's Well difficult. I think that
2: talking Tesla probably represents A fair amount of investment force And listeners You mean like the three of us? No I mean, like I got
1: like five bucks in a 401k. <laughs> talking,
2: talking Tesla Nation, and so if we all, as Talking Tesla Nation, said, "Yeah, we're going to stop investing in drill bits for oil wells and transportation services for extraction," then maybe, maybe we'd have a little bit of an effect.
1: John Ford is our favorite letter writer about the fact that he doesn't uh, believe that human-created climate change is a big deal, and he's he continues to listen, and we love John for that. One of the things he said there, and I don't have time to talk about all the stuff he uh, he talks about in there, but one thing he said is, here's a couple of websites you should go and uh, listen to, read, for the uh, an alternative point of view. And I guess my point was, when I said we should be listening to all points of view, is not that... You should read my ridiculously one-sided, skewed skewed point of view biased. blogs and podcasts, and I shouldn't listen to yours. We should have news sources which are actually a bit better than they are right now, where there is actual experts on both sides having discussions. You can come out of those discussions with some better feel for the different opinions about various subjects. And the only people I know that do this really well are people like NPR, when they have experts from across the spectrum, and BBC. I'm not interested in going to MSNBC. I'm not interested in going to Fox or Bright. But or any of the other crap, I want to something in the middle that's actually going to do a good job of it. less opinion, more
2: fact. So the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, which is a United Nations organization that co- pools hundreds of environmental scientists. These are people who I think know more about their shit than I know. That's who I look to, and they put out these amazing reports that detail what's going on as far as energy production pollution, and make suggestions as to where our uh, highest yield changes should come from first. And I recommend that you go to their website, ipcc.ch. And he makes a point in
0: here where if uh, if I'm wrong, nothing bad happens, which he says is erroneous. And he says poverty kills millions of people every day, and the Paris Accord alone will make electricity more expensive, not less. I believe that we're showing the more of this renewable electricity that you bring online, it's actually cheaper right. in a lot of ways than fossil fuels.
2: So. You know, poverty kills people because they don't have access to good health care for the respiratory illnesses they get for living in the cities with the bad air. I can just give examples down the line.
1: So uh, Patrick C., Going Zero Idea, I have an idea for Going Zero, and that is does he sing? Oh, he has this really uh, – I think he wrote it, wrote this really great review article about the cost to run your car using solar panels and stuff. Mm -hmm. And he basically uh, comes out um, in summary and says, over time, amortized the current price of solar panels. It's really cheap to run your car using solar panels over time. Really cheap. And he claims he's been driving
0: a solar-powered EV since 2007. That's pretty sweet. And he ended his letter with, sunlight will never cost $4 a gallon.
1: My panels, I've had them for my first set of panels for 10 years. They are basically being paid off and free. So, yeah, the cost for me to drive on my panels, my solar panels right now, it's free. And sort of this goes against, you know, what some people have said about the cost of this stuff. Once you get this up and running and those panels last for 40 years, they are so inexpensive, it's unbelievable. Why would you use any other form of fuel? It's all about, it's all about storage, baby. Joel Joel Sapp. Says Tom's going to read it because he's a better reader.
0: Please check out this article on using your battery from Tesla to push power back to the grid or maybe as storage for your house. So we'll post that article. Uh, While JB has previously stated he thought it would be too many discharging cycles on your car battery, I think they could do a couple of things here. They could use an app where you could opt to not charge your car. Uh, and this is called megawatts in the demand response industry so he put a Bloomberg article in here when the solar when the local utility needs extra power you could sell some of your power back to the grid at higher rates than you paid a 60 kilowatt pack or more and giving half of that reserve would be pretty good money so you could sell back at the peak hours of efficiency say half of your car's range that you've stored at cheaper and you can maybe make a little bit of cash on it Uh, and the car would be a good power backup in case the there were power outages and chances of of an earthquake, something like that, just an extra source of energy. Totally. Uh, so a very good uh, letter. Thank you very much.
1: When are we going to see this? Because I would love that even if it wasn't at a utility level, I'd love to be able to do this with my own electric cars. but. It's probably way more technically difficult than just putting a little converter yeah. thing on the wall and shoving my mm-hmm. car in and being able to run my fridge when the power goes up. It is, but
0: it's probably a piece of technology that you could put like a – like you'd have – you'd plug your car into like a little converter thing, inverter. inverter kind of thing at the at the curb side when you pull into your driveway. So you'd have two things. You'd have – I could plug it in to charge, or I could plug it in to charge my to fuel my house, and it would just be the the sort of hardware would be outside the car, and you'd be able to manage it, and Tesla could write software to make sure that it doesn't destroy the battery, and it would be interesting. Although again, we'd get into people going, "I'm gonna go to the supercharger and run my
1: <laughs> right. run my house over the weekend." damn you. Chad Oliveri has a really good link to Inside EVs, which shows a table of uh, the prediction for what's going to happen with the federal tax credits and when they're going to run out by various manufacturers. Let me just summarize, but you should go check it out. By Q3, third or fourth quarter, they think that the Tesla and the GM uh, credits will run out the full incentives. And then a year or two after that, most all of the incentives for those big manufacturers. So it's a really great table if you want to see, will I actually get some credits for my um, Model 3, for example, here in the U.S.? You can sort of um, work out that if they sell them as fast as uh, we think, it's only going to be a year or so and they're all going to be gone.
2: Which makes me worried because on the top of this list is General Motors. And they're going to run out of EV credits first. And if they are so dependent on selling cars in California with the zero emission credits – they're going to be in trouble but their car
0: the the bolt is 37 pretty like and pretty well loaded for what they offer for mm-hmm. around 42 right. and we think more than likely the model 3 fully loaded is going to be obviously have a lot more but it's going to be a lot more than that so their car is already coming in considerably cheaper although as we said earlier today, they are losing money per vehicle, and that's probably the
2: difference in the cost, right? So I have two challenges for you, Tom. Challenge me away. Challenge one. Please. Go get a Bolt. A Bolt? Bolt. B-O-L-T. Bolt. Challenge number two. Okay. Watch for anything that indicates that Chevy has got another battery supplier or someone who can help them build more than 30,000 Bolts with a B a year. I don't think they're looking. Because they need that. Well,
0: LG claims they can ramp up their claims. Is this vapor, as you like to refer to it? GM claims it's not a compliance vehicle. And the only way for them to reduce that $9,000 loss per vehicle is to make more. It's about volume, right? Because a lot of that money is in the R&D, and if you have to spend – 900 million dollars to get a car on the road and you only sell 30,000 of them you got to amortize a lot of that
2: r&d over a small amount of vehicles and so if they have to 5x their zevs in california to maintain selling gasoline cars Mm -hmm. they're in trouble i think they need to really get their shit together
1: Patrick from Vienna, VA, uh, says, Robert, you did some uh, stuff about how much money goes to political campaigns, and he says, um, in no particular order, there's a whole bunch of things here that he lists where fossil fuel money goes that affects our political system, and uh, you've totally underestimated by a lot. And most importantly, mm-hmm. he says, Mel, you are the smartest. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi.
0: Which I heard every eight minutes when I went to the Olympics in Salt Lake, and that was the freaking Winter Olympics. Oh, my. Uh, That's amazing for Australians.
1: David Solwood says... uh Jim Cramer said that you should sell your Tesla stock, that it's all crap, that it's uh, basically it's a cult stock. Why anybody would listen to Cramer about anything, I have, it, I have no idea. So if you're not in the United States, there's a guy called Jim Cramer. who's on CNBC, mm-hmm. and he does this thing called Mad Money, and he does a big shtick about you know what stocks you should buy and why they're good and why they're bad, and he bangs bells and he does all this stuff. This is the guy who the day before Bear Stearns collapsed and closed and was ended said, Bear Stearns is fine. What are you all worried about? This guy's an idiot. Don't you know- listen to him. It was impressive to watch the article feed
2: as Tesla stock started turning down over the last two or three weeks. How many more? It was almost like a feeding frenzy of sharks. How many more articles kept coming out? Tesla's going to dump. Tesla's price point is so low. Sell, sell, sell. It was amazing. It's like, whatever. Why does that that even impress me?
1: Daniel Berman uh, wanted to talk about the Model 3, and he said, uh, you know, what do you think? What do you guys think is uh, the sort of the range we're going to see on this car? We've talked about it. We have no idea. We're pulling it out of our buttocks. I suspect that it'll be around 220 down the bottom end and just over 300 at the high end because that seems to be what Elon thinks is the right thing to do. The
0: rumors are a 60 and a 75.
1: And a 75 with a lighter car and stuff. We think we'll get over 300 miles. He also says he lives in Manhattan. And uh, what's he going to do? Because if you live in an apartment there, how are you going to charge it? Robert's talked about this multiple times. There should be little just sort of low-voltage charges everywhere. But I think by the time the Model 3 comes out, this is not going to be a problem because at 3 a.m. it's going to be autonomously driving, and it's just going to go charge itself up wherever you tell it to go charge itself up with the supercharger with the snaky bit, and then it'll just bring it back to your apartment complex. I want to see more about the
2: snaky bit or sneaky bit on, on J1772 plugs or on the CCS plugs.
1: Yeah. And now, Seth Ballstrat... What's his name? Bolstad. Seth Bolstad. He said Ballstead. it right here. Ballstead. Oh, there it is. Ballstead. Just read, Mel. Just read. Said uh, we should change the intro music and have Robert doing ah. his uh, horse winning sound because he was so <laughs> impressed. I disagree. Yeah, me too. <laughs>
2: oh, it almost sounds that way, doesn't it? <laughs> my wife looked at me and she said, oh,
1: my God. Kip Kip Snapbauer. <laughs>
2: Is that right? Spanbauer. Spirit. No snap. Oh Spanbauer. God. What the
0: hell is oh, wrong with does you? Does anybody get You're sick of me? you Okay, listen to Talking Testination. You don't have to I'd, read to be a doctor, Brad. I'd like to tell you... That it seems maybe at this point That it's shtick But this is dead happening (laughs) This is not a piece of material That we have written So he can mispronounce all of your names But we here in the studio Enjoy the hell out of this
1: (laughs) I do actually have a reading disorder And it was interesting Because I had a Spanish tutor And it turns out I've been reading and doing this stuff And then she goes Do you have a reading disorder? (laughs) I'm like Actually, I do. Apparently, in two in languages. Two languages. You have a
0: reading disorder. <laughs>
1: oh, dear. Anyway, uh, he says, "Look, um, you guys are talking about not maybe not getting your Model Threes and keeping mm-hmm. your Model S's." And uh, he says, "You guys are crazy. Get your Model Three, and uh, as soon as you get it and they deliver it, go sell it because you'll be able to make a profit because so many people are going to want this thing." I don't think that's a good genius idea. idea. I don't think it's genius. A good idea. I'm not going to do it, but no, it's a great idea. I, I have so. a couple I,
2: nurses who really want it.
0: If they start producing these at the volumes that they're going to, I don't think. That's that's some weird speculation in my opinion.
2: Well, there's a lot of people who really want this car. right away. Right away. And are they gonna want be it willing yesterday. to pay
0: not only for the highest price version because that's what's going to take to get it early, but then a premium on top of that. So, now you're a person on the street, you really want a Model 3, you Robert just paid 66,000 to make it worth your while, you probably want to sell it for $76,000. Why wouldn't I just go buy an S? Well, because of, silence is the older How it turned into a $70,000
1: car I can't do the math on that I don't know wow. well, But maybe your streets are too loaded,
0: big. we think it, it could be around $66,000 With the higher battery, with the autonomous driving I hope driving. it's not that high
1: I don't but, think it's going to be that high I think maybe $50,000 we, we did this show where we well, talked about the all bolts. of the options Let's look at the bolts oh.
0: 42 is what they Reaper, are rumoring yeah. the top Reaper. level is on that You can that.
1: actually can configure a bolt right now And I just did and I put all the good stuff in it And it was $42,000 Yeah, I
0: think that's the top end
1: so I'm hoping that the uh, top-end Model 3 is not 67. I hope it's 50. Well,
0: but it depends on what you get. You get the air ride suspension. You get the upgraded audio system. Again, you get the tech package. You get all of the other bells and whistles. And the two autonomous driving things right now on the S are what? 9, dollars $10,000 alone just for Ten those grand, two yeah. things, right? Get leather seats, 1500 bucks. No, get a don't different-
2: get leather seats because it contributes to global warming. You should see the new seats. They've got now these white seats. I saw it. Oh, in, white seats. Yeah, Ian, I'm putting my dirty well, this, family in white oh, seats. Give me a break, Tom. They're shut ma- your trap for a moment. They're made out of babies. They're made out of nothing alive. They're beautiful. I they're went vegan. If you would have come to the Toys for Tots, you would have seen Ian's brand new X. Wonderful white seats. You can clean them with Windex. He, he said, you know, he took a bunch of people on a, on a ride and it was at a party and stuff. And some dude, I think in the middle back seat, he looked back in his rearview mirror and he saw this guy and his face was green. And oh, he thought, God. oh, no. And then the guy's face kind of like started. He started kind of convulsing a little bit. And he says, uh, how about we pull over a little bit and let uh, whatever the guy's name in the middle seat out? And the guy's like, no, I'm OK. And vomited all over his brand new ex with these white seats, and it turns out they clean up just fine with Windex. Not made out of cows. So when they make this in all of the other colors, I think it's going to be fantastic. Tesla.
1: The perforated one? Yeah. That vomit's just going I've got to every- <laughs> <I gotta> move on <laughs> I mean- because the thought of somebody puking at <laughs> a new Model X is too disturbing. This is Bruce McMillan. He's from Australia. And this is the guy who Another has the Australian. video – of the wallaby just whipping in front of his car, and he caught it on video. This is in Outback, Victoria, uh, where I actually grew up, mate. And uh, it's a really great video, and again, we'll put the link to the show notes. You should send this to Teslarati, Bruce. You've got to send this in because it's so freaking interesting to see this kangaroo whipping by a car. It's only crashing. seven
2: seconds long, and what's interesting is he doesn't even slow down.
1: And he's playing talking tesla while this happens oh so it's God. very meta it's very <laughs> very meta. very cool so thanks for that bruce and it's also funny that you're an australian named bruce because everybody in australia is named bruce <laughs> but we know that from monty crazy. python he's
2: driving on the wrong side of the road
0: is that the deal because the the sharks in Finding Dory were Australian, and also one of them was named Bruce.
1: Yes, it's made famous by the Monty python sketch at the University of Willamaloo, where all the professors are named Bruce. And then <laughs> there's this American professor that comes and is like, is your name not Bruce? And no, it's not. Well, we're going to have to call you Bruce, because that's going to cause some confusion. It's very funny. You should watch it. Here comes the boss fella now. Hi, ah, good Bruce. Ah. Hello, Bruce. How are you, Bruce? Gentlemen, <laughs> I'd like to introduce a chap from Pommyland. Who'll be joining us this year... Here in the Philosophy Department of the University of Portemonnais. Michael Baldwin, this is Bruce. Michael Baldwin, this is Bruce. Michael Baldwin, this is Bruce. Is your name not Bruce, then? Uh, No, it's Michael. That's going to cause a little confusion. What if we call you Bruce? Rolando (laughs) talks about uh, gathering data from an autonomous driving system, and he wanted to know how this might work. And my understanding is, as you suggested, Rolando, which is the software will be on all the time. It'll be gathering data all the time. It'll be looking at how you drove and what you did under certain circumstances, and it'll be looking at everybody in the same way, and it'll be asking the question, I was going to do X. What did the human do? What did all of the humans do? And by doing that over time, it'll get smarter and smarter and smarter. And and Elon has suggested that every time they get to the point where you're about twice the autonomous vehicle is twice as smart as the humans, then they'll release that next bit of functionality. That is, as I understand it, but I don't know much. Except Sam Holford says Mel is the smartest. And that's pretty much all you need to know. Sam is an OBG um, doc in New Zealand. Who says that uh, EVs in uh, New Zealand are, you know, they really have a cult following right now. And you can even uh, rent EVs from this place called Blue Car Rentals. And he said, if I ever come to Auckland and if I ever go to New Zealand, Mm -hmm. I should give him a call because he'll pick me up in his leaf. You know what I have to say to him right now? Ring, ring. Guess what? (laughs) I'm coming. I land on January 3rd. I expect you to pick me up. All right? He's so awesome. If at the
0: Auckland airport there were like seven New Zealand talking Tesla fans out there with signs that were like Herbert, Herbert, Herbert. Like you walked into the airport and they were all there to pick you up. And Next thing you know it will be like the Beatles. I know. It will be running through the streets. You're going to be Ringo though.
1: Now I said something foolish last week. Actually I said 20 foolish things last week. But Joel Sepp says this. Mel, uh, if you uh, don't want your Model 3 and you said said you're going to buy some Model 3s for people, could I have one? (laughs) I'm a Patreon subscriber Do I get a Model 3 with that? I think Mm. that's a valid question And I said uh, no But if for some reason I become a billionaire overnight I promise all the Patreon subscribers I'll buy you all a Model 3 each How's that? Holy macaroni So if I become a billionaire I'm buying every Patreon subscriber Model 3 You can take that to the bank Every
0: Patreon subscriber as of what date?
1: As of today Okay So like by midnight if they get on By midnight, yes If they get on If I become a billionaire Which could happen at any moment in time I'm not sure how that could happen, but it could
2: happen. That's amazing. Oh, I have a point. So Joel put in here talking about superchargers and superchargers and free long-distance driving. What if I, driving my Model S, right? It's a a, uh, Model S that I've owned since 2013, and it's got lifetime supercharger, and I'm on the freeway, and someone bashes into me, and my car is totaled, and now I have to go get another car. What happens to my supercharging for life? Does it die with the car? Yeah. So this came up at the talk at the uh, Tesla Club brunch, which you both missed. There's he's a, a lot of a st- bit upset
1: about that, yeah, by the way. He's not he's that
2: upset. A. I'm in charge of membership. I can't even get you two <laughs> bozos to come, dude.
1: I don't like to leave the house except to go on my Tesla by myself.
2: Well, so you could have done that anyway. So this is the stimulating conversation that goes on over you know champagne and wine and good food and. Was it all vegan, organic, locally sourced foods? I had a fantastic uh, salmon on quinoa with vegetables, sautéed vegetables. It does sound lovely. It was lovely. And so, you know, what would happen to the supercharging that I have with my 2013? Like, like, is it my fault that somebody wiped me out? No, but you'd probably – you might be able
0: to talk to Tesla about that in that particular I instance. Wonder. I wonder. You'd be wonder. talking Tesla at that
1: point. <laughs> oh!
0: <laughs> That's funny. And all Joel made an interesting point in here, and I wonder what you guys think about this. I don't know if you noticed this, right? So I don't want to support compliance. He's looking for an electric car for his wife, and he says he doesn't want to support compliance. And he says a Bolt purchase is also a pickup truck purchase. And in a lot of ways, yeah. he's, he's correct. Yeah. What do you guys think about that? Like a Tesla purchase is not – Although a uh, Tesla purchase is the same thing, mm-hmm. because Tesla's selling their credits on the open market, so right. phew, never mind. Yeah, you're We're right. Good. You're right. Good. <laughs> I was about to go get Grandpa <laughs> a bolt,
1: and I might as well just get him a joint SUV. Apparently, yeah, maybe. It's a good question. Well, so here, as
2: far as the club goes, I did grab both of you guys a window decal. Oh, thank Oh, look at that! It says Tesla Owners Los Angeles. Please go on the Tesla Club LA website and sign up. I'm Make, a member. Or, you are a member.
0: What do you mean, Simon? Give me a high five. I've been a, me a member for months. We talked about it on right, the show. We
1: did. I'm not a member. Hmm. hmm. I'll fix that. Don't you worry. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm a
0: member. I just don't go to the events because I don't know. You I, were curling. I wanted to go. I, I did have to curl yesterday. So that's another thing I wanted to discuss. So last week, the epiphany that I was a doll photographer, not really an epiphany. I'm also a curler, an electric curler. No. It's not an no, it's solar a, uh, no, I don't know Solar No
2: Isn't that the no, name Of those fries anymore. They sell up At think, all of you And, the and there curly may not fries. Be
0: another sport You can do In Los Angeles Southern California That's less Environmentally Sustainable
2: Than curling <laughs> Is <laughs> the, your curling Venue Solar
0: Uh It is not It no? is at Ice Station Valencia
1: Well, And I don't
0: believe That Valencia Is a big solar Community Although Valencia Could be Because they have A lot a of open space
1: of sun. Yeah. And they have All of the sun in
0: the world and They have a lot Lot of the sun so yeah. who knows someday maybe
1: we, How didn't, far have we, gone? we didn't even get we close. didn't get close to breaking the world we, record. first off
0: we'd like to apologize to uh, to you who wish we would be doing getting to two hours we barely even broke 140 on this one it's probably not right? even going to be 140 after editing
2: you're not getting your uh so you know whatever it's only worth. an hour and a half
0: it was a good hour and a half very energetic very informative you gentlemen again are amazing I'm very thankful for the two of you oh, In this season of what holiday do you,
1: What do you want? I don't want anything you acting like you
0: want something No, what do you, Just no, come I out just, and say it I don't want anything I appreciate the gifts that Robert brings I think me and you really need to step up our gift giving
1: Robert's a great gift giver I've given, another I've given you guys nothing but headaches Yeah and that's not a great that gift makes, I have another gift great. Oh my, oh my gosh! There you go guys oh, oh. the Tesla cookies These are so good I gotta good. tell you Where do you get these from? From Tesla these are when you go and like drop your caraf. or you drop dropping your carroff No, week. these no, are like special they them Tesla them cookies, cookies events made yeah. for the club. These are little cookies that have a Tesla emblem on them. And um here, let's let me just let's just the open them up. here. The and,
0: and I gotta the tell you, how's they that are, crunch? So it, they're mm. sugar cookies and mm. they have like an edible oh. Tesla logo. We hope it's mm. edible because we're eating it. Mm. It's so
2: good. Yeah, why don't you hold one up there? Uh mm. who who wants to be in this? Maybe picture. I shouldn't be eating this paper. I don't know. They're they're uh, environmentally conscious cookies. They love like yeah. mm. something tells me that they're not, but that's cool. Mm, delicious. That's the logo right there. Excellent. Ah, and right. I have something for you, Mel. This is uh, oh my god. This oh my god. For, this for Mel. is for your hobby. Oh, right. You're yeah, a golfer.
1: It's um. It's our little um. Uh, well, it's towel. It's, it's a, a it's golf a towel. A
2: golfy towel. Wow, thanks, Robert. You're welcome. Mm. You're the best, Robert. Awesome. we oh. got to
0: step up our gift-giving game. It's the season. Can it's I get a company season. card so I can buy you guys some gifts?
1: Yeah, Not my company. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can. And yeah, you know what people were hard. complaining
2: about recently? That we weren't at their Is events. the Tesla store. Like, if you wanted to run right now over to the Tesla store mm-hmm. and buy a T-shirt. There's nothing there. Or a, a t- exactly. You were saying this, and now I know why. Because there's nothing there. They have taken all of the swag out of the Tesla stores. Very upsetting. Yeah. Wouldn't you say very upsetting? Oh my
0: goodness. Very upsetting. Very
2: upsetting. Why? I don't know. Why do you think? I don't know. Think. So they can sell it online? Well, they do already. I don't know why. But they charge you up. That's all. A for lot. shipping. That's what? horrible. They charge you how much? A ship ton.
1: <laughs> why? Tell us why, for God's sake. Solar City. Oh, they're, they're bringing p- all of
2: the Powerwall and all of the solar stuff into the stores. Oh, well, I'm against and that. And they're going to use that space, and I can't buy you know, another uh, briefcase, and you can't buy the, your the, overnight The bag. Moab
0: bag, they stopped selling. Even on the website, you can't buy that bag anymore. That so is- thanks a lot, Tesla. If you're over there and you work for Tesla, you're listening to the show, or you're a listener of the show, you bought the Moab Overnighter bag, yeah. you don't like it anymore,
1: send us a letter. I'll pick it up off you. Here I can't go. believe that they want to sell solar products instead of T-shirts. That's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of a company is this? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it was Talking Texas 63. We'll talk to you next week. Bye, bye for now. Bye-bye. Love you. Thank you for calling. To ensure the highest level of
0: customer care, this call may be recorded.
1: Blah, blah, blah. Hold,
2: yes, it may be recorded, call. in fact, by us. Do we have to tell them? Hi. We want to buy a car. And we're recording you.
0: This is good radio.
2: <laughs> Wouldn't it be
1: calling Key Sheffy. How can I direct your call?
0: Uh, may we speak to someone in sales, please? EV sales, if possible? One line, please.
2: Oh, no. Do we have to have permission to play this crappy music?
1: That is indeed the sales department of a local Chevy dealer. We talked to a lovely young lady there who said that if we go down right now, put 500 bucks down, we can be on the waiting list. They're expecting 80 Chevy Bolts by mid-month, so in the next uh, week or two. And the only way you're really going to be able to get one of those uh, 80 Chevys that's coming in, or even drive, test drive one of those, is to come and put 500 bucks down. So I might go and do that so that I can go and at least drive it. And then if I don't like it, they say, no questions asked, they'll give you the money back. It's a weird system, but that's what we found out. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls calling Chevy dealers for Talking Tesla. Talk to you next week.
2: Talking Tesla is a production of Boo Incorporated.
1: Produced by Mel Herbert and CC Herbert. Hosted by Mel Herbert, Tom Wilson, and Robert Rosenblum. To support Talking Tesla, go to patreon.com forward slash talking tesla. And finally, if you love the show, write
0: us a review on iTunes.